This is Trice Talk, Tuesday night, live. What is it? It is June the 1st, and I'm Donald Wayne. I'm Dennis Lee. And hello, Moxie. Hey, Moxie. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to June. I mean, how about that? All right. I, the I middle the, of the year. Middle of the year. Oh, jeez. I told yep. you. I told you. It's here already. Fourth of July, Halloween. I guess I skipped Labor Day, but you know. Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> it's all right around the corner. It's We're about to heat up and uh, you know, before you know it, it'll be cooling back down. The circle of life. Yeah, well there's there's a lot of different circles, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot of different circles. That's all I Why can say. Why does it always have to be a circle? Why can't it be a polygon or? You know, well, because circles are, you know, circles allow you to keep moving. If you have right <clears throat> angles or 45 degree angles, you have to kind of slow down a little bit to make the turn. <laughs> well, so you know, in a circle, you can keep going faster and faster and faster. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to go so fast you don't stop and enjoy anything. I mean, well, that's probably a good point. Yeah. Oh, well, I imagine not working retail would would uh, kind of relieve some of that. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I haven't worked retail. Golly, I did work retail, but it's been many moons ago. And uh, it wasn't so bad then, but that was long before things got crazy, so... And plus, I work for a private individual, so it wasn't quite as demanding as a corporate kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that can make it a little bit easier. Huh? Actually, actually, my life was almost simpler then. I, I, now you make me think about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a big box re retailer there for a minute. It's, um, you know, it depends. It really depends on who you have running the ship. If you've got a good leader... And they've got good people they've surrounded themselves with, and work can be a, a peach. 
But if not, if leadership is poor, then, you know. Well, that's what concerns me. You know, you know I've toyed with the idea once I close the business that I, I may just go, you know, of course, my obvious option would be Home Depot just because of my experiences. Um, right. But what concerns me is is the help that I see in the stores today. I don't know that it might not be a safe environment for me. Well, you know, it's a. Uh... It's different. It's like in my industry. I mean, we, we've we've said many years now that once these more experienced individuals retire, and a lot of them are in the next couple of years, I don't know um, what our industry is going to do. But we will muddle through as we always have. It just maybe uh, it'll just take more, more people to get things done. Uh, yeah, you'll need five people to get one thing done, right? You know, or five people to get the job of one done now. Um, See, that was, the, that was the thing about Home Depot years ago. I mean, when they opened up, that concept was wonderful. They hired actually, you know, people who had been in the particular trades that were heading departments, you know, in the stores. Right. You, could ask, you could ask somebody a question about, you know, an electrical outlet or, <clears throat> or how to install a piece of tile, and you could get an answer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, when I my first good paying job was working in a pump plumbing and electrical outfit back in did Texas. Did you say pump? I did. I was about to say <laughs> pumping. Yeah. I was working with a pumping and electrical outfit. I okay. can only tell you about the electrical part. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and that actually started teaching me a trade. You know, I think in life there's, there's it's good to be well-rounded. <laughs> I mean, um <laughs> Into, oh, I need a drum uh, roll for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's gone now, probably. Uh, thank you, though. We'll be here all week. Um, is, is that, did that sound very loud to you? It sounded very faint to me. It sounded normal. Did it? Okay. Yeah, must, I mean, be, must be having uh, issues or something because you sound yeah. faint. That drum roll sounded faint. Maybe let me I, check my little. I, check your volume on your Let me there. check my box. Whoa, whoa. Okay, say something. Something. <laughs> okay, that's better. I, well, I can okay. deal with that. I thought maybe I was having physical issues here. That... Well, no, you know, it happens to all of us. Um, <laughs> uh, don't remind me. Um, anyway, so how do we get on that? What were we? T- how did we get on? Uh, I don't even know. Um Talking about working, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't know that I, I could get along with some <laughs> of the uh, younger workers at Home Depot anymore if I were put up there. Man, you got to slow down. You're going to make us look bad. You're going to make us all look bad. Yeah. No, man, uh, we, we take a two-hour lunch. Uh, oh, look, there's Donald Wayne again, the overachiever. <laughs> He's just a show-off. <laughs> Those old people, they just they keep moving uh, so they don't pass out and die. Jeez, uh, I'm telling you, you'd end up choking somebody up for I know, for I know. Sure, Either that or get, get beat up. <laughs> well, yeah. I had to have an escort to get to my, my vehicle at night. Yeah, vehicle. He must be a VIP or, or a VP or a... Something he's always yeah. got people carrying him inside. The yeah, store. he he's related to somebody up here. <laughs> Let's see if we can figure it out. 
Yeah, well, uh, Moxie, you're you're exactly right. You can't find anybody now anyway. The new norm is, and nothing against people who are in the industry or, or service workers or uh, um, no. or gig giga workers. Uh, you know that's who? a new term. A giga. gig work or gig workers. Sorry, gig workers. Um, you know, but uh, oh, contract norm, people. Yeah, the new norm is service sucks. Um, you don't have enough people to do the task, and um, you know, folks are working hard and harder than ever at these places, and they're getting a little stressed out, but they're they're uh, making it happen. So, yeah, it's yeah, hard to find find employees anywhere right now. Maybe I'll just find me a little hardware store up there around Dallas somewhere mm-hmm. where you know where life is just a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have, and I'll just deal with those country folk coming in there and, uh, hey, hey, look, there's Donald Wayne. I'll be yeah. Where's your screws? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they said they all loosened and fell out. I don't know, buddy. So, the ones that I still have, they're on aisle 10. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I mean, there, there are rusty balls on aisle five. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> That's what WD forties for. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of good, good, hardworking folks in this country, but you know, just, I, I hate to say that every time I go in home Depot, I'm, I'm like, you know, put me in charge for a week. That's all I need is a week. Right. And I'll tell you, tell you what's wrong with customer service here at this store. Oh yeah. Okie dokie. Well, I hope everybody had a wonderful three or four day, holiday for the memorial day weekend yeah Yeah, it was uh yeah well we talked to a few of them on sunday but did you do anything exciting yesterday donald wayne did you did you um stand full attention to old glory there stand full attention okay let me think about that for a second put your flag (laughs) out Um, (laughs) my flag stays out it stays out all the time because okay. <laughs> my flag is out all the time. Uh, it's just not always unfurled. But uh, we keep a light on, so, you know, the flag is illuminated, which is what you're supposed there to you do go. if you keep one out at night. Yeah. Did they shoot fireworks off in the neighborhood there? Uh, you know, they have been they shot fireworks all weekend. Uh, you know, it wasn't big, big booming stuff like you yeah. – here all the time for the 4th of July, but yeah, they were uh, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. They were, they were shooting fireworks. Cool. cool. Um, but I couldn't see anything from the tower here. I would look out my little uh, portal and I couldn't see anything bursting in the sky. The old um, tower of trice. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see a good portion of the world from up here, but, um, uh, actually, you know, the 4th of July should be interesting. Last year we didn't realize it, but they were, uh, they had fireworks down at the, um, at our pool. Uh, the, uh, homeowners association here, uh, took money out of the till and bought oh, wow. a bunch of fireworks. So we had a fireworks show that would rival probably Kennesaw or, or even maybe even Marietta. I mean, it went on for a, a good 30 minutes or so. Oh, wow. And, uh, so there was lots of people in, in our little cul-de-sac out here, you know, facing towards the pool. 
and uh, some of them were sitting in the grass. And of course, we went out there and looked at some. So it was it was kind of neat, actually. Uh, hey, Jess Duck. Hey, Jess. But yeah, uh, we're going to have right. it again this year, so I guess oh. we don't have to go anywhere anymore. It's we got a, a ringside seat, and and uh, the vittles are right right up the way there. And well, refreshments. I mean, you had so many years where you were the or the the family was the key. Yes, in, we we provided entertainment. On. Yes, the Fourth of July was. Uh, always taken care of and they they drew full benefit of that oh well hold on just a minute the fireworks show is about to go off yeah. a couple blocks over we, oh we'd have people stop us and say so are, are we doing fireworks this year well we yeah i know we, we, we were picking we, everything up out of the cul-de-sac <laughs> yeah i didn't know you were french <laughs> Oh, look, they're done and about to clean up get your ass yeah. in the house <laughs> um so we didn't buy any last year just because, you know, uh, you know, we couldn't visit with anybody, but, um, when they did that down at the pool, so they're going to do it again this year. Nice. And, um, I might contribute a little bit so we can beef up the, uh, the supply down there. But like I say, it was a, it was a very professional looking, uh, display. Like I said, it would ride, I mean, certainly worth not having to drive, and, and park and, and wander around uh, Marietta right. Square or, or Kennesaw. And if well, it rains, it's... guess what? I can go in the house. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, that Were you there people. with us that year it rained at Kennesaw and had the thunderstorm come up? Yeah, yeah, we were. We were Grandmother there. was there. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, a that storm was awful. came and blowing. Yeah. It, I mean, lightning and, and all kinds of stuff. Um, and people gathered in this tunnel some somebody thought it'd be a good idea to put you know 500 people in this tunnel i think it was uh, the mayor and said we'll all be safe here <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah well it's uh, a once in every thousand year storm <laughs> <laughs> so but you know if you think about it now we're just barely a month over or away from fireworks uh the fourth of yeah. july of course it being on sunday this year i think they're going to do our our uh, display on saturday and i think the cities are doing it on saturday as well anybody yeah, that's doing it well that makes sense since it's on a sunday i mean yeah who's gonna get out there and let it all hang out on a sunday and then have to go to work on monday so hmm well there's yeah. a question <laughs> we're not really looking for an answer either there's a picture in your mind on that one. so yeah there's uh that to look forward to and it's the beginning of hurricane season so that's the what the 14th is what no it's the beginning of hurricane season oh now is june the first it is yes hmm i didn't realize it was uh well actually i thought it started in may <laughs> for some reason well I now thought... they did say that you know it did have it did actually start in may but it was unofficial start as mother nature said we're going to start in may and uh oh so yeah and we had a couple of disturbances out there in the, uh, I think the Pacific. Yeah. I don't think we had anything in the Atlantic. That I, we had a few down here on the street, but the cops came and took care of it. So I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you involved in that? Was any of that your fault? No, no, I had my shirt on. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you about doing that tattooing out there in the uh, well, driveway. That's gonna, you know. 
It's going to It's get only there. a regret if I spell it regerts. So, <laughs> uh, there you go. Okay. 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 Well, we'll just we'll move on from that. Um, unless oh, you want to keep, <laughs> keep the British accent flowing out. I d- it's I don't know what happened to me. Um, <laughs> actually, I feel cold uh, air blowing on me right now. That's, oh my goodness! <laughs> um, no telling what'll come out of my mouth. And now for something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> well, you noticed that I finally found that website that you sent to me about the music. Yeah, I saw Did that. You... And I just just read the yeah. message. So uh, yeah, that's great. I didn't know that they. You know, they let you do that on that site. And yeah, I just bought, you know, about what I was talking about. $300 <laughs> worth of songs. So you should be getting a notification. Oh, from that. boy. Well, <laughs> that must be why there was a decline. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we could afford these Big Macs. I don't yeah. really know what's going on. Sir, you're overdrawn. Wouldn't that be awful to be turned down at, at McDonald's? It would. Sir, you are ordering from the dollar menu. I don't carry cash. Nobody accepts it anymore. So um. I carry it, but I just I don't I don't really try to use it because the one time I pulled out, you know, a ten and somebody looked like me that I like I was trying to give them the plague or something. Oh, or I don't know. Uh, they turned around and looked like they were looking for the manager. And I said, well, you know, I just thought this would be easier. Oh, well, you know, I, I guess if that's all you have. Oh, uh, or you get when I got mad. my firstborn here, you can have him if you can't right. take this this $10 yeah. bill. Take my boy. He can lick his <laughs> eyebrows. Um, <laughs> he plays a mean organ, too. Oh, Play, my plays a mean organ. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know. Well, we you have to keep up that jolly for a second because I've actually lost my article here, so I've got to um, find it on. Yeah, I've, I mean, I'm I only say I fifteen things cash, but uh, I do carry a little bit, just not enough to really do much of anything with. So, um, well, and depends change, on what you I, depends on what you want to do. <laughs> well, I know. I, I just haven't. You know, just uh, said she carries emergency cash, and I, you know, I can't even remember the last time I used a coin. Um, I remember getting coins. I don't remember using any coins. I uh, haven't used any coins in a while. Not that that's a problem, I guess. Well, I tell you something that I read and also heard somebody speak about on the radio. Golly, it was middle of last summer. Uh, they talked about really people should have a little emergency cash on them just in case, you know, the grid goes down. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, oh, yeah. they talked about it again this year. Uh, you want to have a little cash stashed away somewhere just in case you can't get to what you have in the bank. And so ever since then, I've, I've, I've kept a little pot. I mean, a little, you know, a little <laughs> collection of money. <laughs> Well, now officially Donald Wayne has told everyone he's got glaucoma. It's, it's a, a right. pot of gold. <laughs> oh, gold. Good well, that probably doesn't, doesn't help hey, either, does it? Uh, keep a little pot. And, uh, as, 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 <laughs> the glaucoma issue. Uh, yeah, let's start a rumor. I hey, did you hear about one, that old man over there? At uh, we need no. to investigate him right away. Yeah. 
No. Oh boy. That's no. good stuff right there. Uh, okay. So I found my thing here. Uh, and, I'm glad you did. And this is from CNN. It's, it's a kind of a feel good story. It's the only feel good story I'm going to do tonight. Um, and it's from CNN of all places. You, you know, you don't often hear me refer to CNN, but, um, it's about a seven-year-old boy in Florida who swam for an hour to get help for his dad and sister who were stranded in a river. Did you hear that story? No, Dennis? I did not. It's not a very long story at all, but <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it says, let me see. Oh, this is by Lauren Johnson. Make sure we give credit to where credit's due. Uh, a seven-year-old boy in Florida is being hailed as a hero after he swam ashore to get help when his sister and dad got swept away by a current, a current, current, it said. Um, let's see, an affiliate at X, uh, let's see, WJXT in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, posted this story. He said, uh, Stephen Poust, who is the dad, anchored his boat on the St. John's River in Jacksonville, Florida, to get to let his two children, Chase uh, Seven and Abigail Four, swim. Now I don't know. Uh, first of all, when they said that it was in Florida and it was in a river, I'm thinking, how many rivers in Florida are big enough to actually do something like this? But uh, I think that St. John's River up around Jacksonville is one of the largest in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, you know, after the stories that I've read about, um, you know, these these alligators that that can kind of tolerate salt water and fresh water. Oh, just, yeah, they're I, they're they're is it alligator uh, or crocodile? I think it's an alligator. I think it's a crocodator. Oh, well, one of those. Especially okay. if they can do both of them. So why are you letting your seven-year-old and your four-year-old get out of the boat in the river and and play around in the water uh, when there's a chance that you could have, you know, one of those things, either alligator or crocodile right. swimming around? Uh, but anyway, so he let, he stopped the boat, anchored it, and let these two kids get out. And all of a sudden, Abigail, who usually hangs on to the back of the boat, this is the four-year-old, had to let go because the current was so strong. Uh, uh, Chase said, the little the brother who's seven years old. The seven-year-old decided to also let go to try and keep her from drifting too far. But then he was stuck, and, and he couldn't do anything. So then the dad jumped in. I'm kind of wondering why the dad hadn't already jumped in, but... The dad jumped in and tried to help him, and then uh, he told Chase to go ahead and swim ashore while he tried to reach his daughter, who was, of course, they were wearing a life jacket. Uh, they were all wearing life jackets, thank goodness. Of course, that is the law. But uh, the dad said, I told them that I loved them because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I tried to stick with both of them, but I wore myself out, and the little girl drifted away from him. So it took Chase an hour to get to the shore. Now, I don't know how big the river is, but, you know, uh, hours a long time, even if you're like if you're around the middle of the river and you try to get to the shore. Right. So uh, by the time he got to the shore, uh, the dad and the sister had drifted about a mile and a half down the river. And, uh, so anyway, the little boy made it to the first house he could get to 
they called the Jacksonville Fire and Rescue Department. They came out. They found the boat, but they couldn't. They couldn't see the the dad and the daughter. So then they called for backup, and then they found them. Like I said, about a mile and a half, two miles down the river. Uh, everybody's okay. Uh, let's see what he says here. We had every resource. Uh, this is one of the uh, firemen. We had every resource we could possibly have coming quickly. And we were happy to say all three have been rescued and all three are doing well. Uh, but I don't know, dad, I just, you might want to not try that again. First of all, have you, I don't know if you've ever been down to the, the Chattahoochee Dennis Lee and seen how swift that water is, especially after rains. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's pretty. Take you out in a heartbeat. So, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just question letting your kids get out of the boat in a river where you know that the current is going to be, you know, fairly swift in a river. Right. Um, I don't know where that river originates, but so everybody's okay. And the little uh, seven-year-old is, he kind of got hailed as a, as a hero here because he, persevered, made it to shore. Can you imagine a seven-year-old trying to swim for an, for an hour? Jeez. I mean, that, that deserves the clap and the applause. Okay. There There are two different ones, aren't there? Um, Um, you know, I don't actually see cheering. Yeah, cheer. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I call it the double clap, but that's not what it is. Yeah. Well, I'll never get rid of that. That um. sounds serious. <laughs> so anyway, so thank thank goodness for Chase and and little boy. He uh, is a hero. And dad, yeah. don't do that again. Exactly. I mean, good lord, what are you thinking? Um, do you remember Steven Seagal? I do. I do. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, I mean. The- because, like, you guys go back to the martial arts world before you were movie stars, right? I mean, he was, like, a, a champion somewhere, and, right, I mean, you... Well, I mean, I I just promised all my mentors that I was going to be a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a matter of opinion, that he was a champion anywhere. Oh, <laughs> real good, Stephen. Apparently, he doesn't like Jean-Claude Van Damme anyway. So, oh, were they supposed to be friends? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, there's a story that Fox News has out of the Steven Seagal granted membership. He was granted membership to Russian pro-Kremlin party. Did you know What's, about that? What is that about? I, well, uh, Tyler McCarthy uh, did the article, and apparently uh, Steven Seagal has been a forever supporter of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Um, and for that, he was given uh, membership to a pro-Kremlin political party on Sunday. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. So if anybody know, doesn't know anything about old washed-up Steven Seagal, he, he was an actor um, known for his martial arts in different action films, um, but he's also been a fan, a longtime fan of Russia, and even became an official citizen of the country in 2016. Donald <laughs> well, no wonder he's yeah. not in films anymore. Yeah, I mean, what the hell is he even doing here? Um, 
Hey, the BP. new leader of their defense department. That's right, BP. Um, and that may be true. Uh, Putin granted the actor his Putin? citizenship. Yeah, <laughs> Putin gave it right to old Seagal, um, or the sun don't shine, which oh, many really? believe was ushered along because he's a fan of both Seagal and martial arts. So when Putin's out there riding his stallion in the Russian over the Russian horizon with no shirt on. He must be thinking about Steven Seagal, you know, in those movies he did. So, what's your favorite um, Steven, Steven, Steven Seagal movie? Shaving her, what I tell you is. Um, um, I really don't have a favorite. Oh, really? I liked yeah. Under Siege because, um, yeah. on the ship, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's just a cook. We're not worried about him. He's just a cook. Yeah, he's just a cook. Look at him. Cut his <laughs> hair. Um, um, but he, he, so there was a recent video for the Just Russia Patriots for Truth Party, um, which Reuters reported was formed earlier this year when three leftist parties merged into one. Uh, and then the group announced Seagal's membership to their club. Now, is that in Russia or here? No, it's in Russia. Okay. All right. um, uh, so in a speech to go <laughs> along with his introduction um, uh, into the group, Seagal called for a crackdown on businesses that he believes damages the environment. And um, I, I really, you know, I don't know, Stephen, I think you're in the wrong crowd over there. They don't give a rat's ass. Well, I'm not saying not all Russians, but you know what I mean. Um he says, without being able to arrest people when we just find them, um, they are probably making more money of the production of the things that are defiling the environment, the actor said. Speaking of defiling, there's a report here <laughs> at the end about this old, uh, this dude here. So, um, so... <laughs> Um, so, I mean, this is not the first time that he's actually had power in Russia. Um, he, in 2018, Steven Seagal, um, that the under siege actor was tapped by the Russian foreign ministry to be a special representative for Russian U S humanitarian ties and an effort to better cultural, uh, artistic and youth ties between the two countries. So, um, hmm. And then he also traveled to Venezuela uh, in that capacity and presented a samurai sword to Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. Oh, he's That's just, the uh, one that won't leave office, isn't it? Yeah, he's just all over the place. Uh, but then you you know go to the scumbag part of him. Actress Portia de Rossi tweeted about her experience working with Seagal in 2017, writing... My final audition for a Steve Seagal movie took place in his office. He told me how important it was to have chemistry off scene as he sat me down and unzipped his leather pants. I ran out and called my agent. Unfazed, she replied, well, I didn't know if he was your type. So <laughs> um, that kind of paints a picture about it. Hey, look, there's four sides to every story, so... Just, you know, this is an article. I didn't write it. Um, but, yeah, I did not even know that Steven Seagal had connections uh, um, to Russia. So, 
I didn't either. Yeah. I, I wonder what what his heritage nationality is anyway. I've often that, wondered. That's right, BP. That would be considered some sort of a circle, especially <laughs> over there. So, um, and throw a jerk in the middle of it, and you've got a weird Oh, no. So. <laughs> what in the world? What happened? What happened? But, okay. I wonder if he fought Jackie Chan, I wonder who would win. Because they're both kind of long in the tooth now. Oh, Jackie Chan would whip his ass. You think, you, you you think Jackie? Seagal? Oh, oh, yeah, he he's, was, he's he, gained he, about 100 pounds, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He was a sheriff in some place in Louisiana. Nothing against our Louisiana neighbors. But, um, neighbors. yeah, and he, he, didn't look, he didn't look very well. Well, I mean, when we're in Texas, there are neighbors. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah. I thought that was Alabama, and, and no, they well, actually just they took over a section of Alabama over a debt. Um, so the Louisiana yeah, Chuck, Purchase, yeah, Chuck Norris to take him. Ah, know, okay, yeah, I Chuck. agree, just that. Yeah. Got about Chucky, yeah, because yeah. he's a ranger. You know, rangers right. can take anybody. Man, whoop ass! And the only one that's taken Chuck Norris out is the late Bruce Lee. So, yeah, know, well, that's, that's already it. that's that's right. not an issue. You okay. Never know. Awkward silence. <laughs> Hello, were, doctors. Were you done with that? I, yes, I'm done. I oh, passed okay. the torch over to you, Donald. Wayne. I can't believe that. Uh, you know, it's he, bright. Of course, it wouldn't have surprised me if there were not Russian groups in this country that uh, he could join easily. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there are. I mean, I, it's not probably as glorified as it was back in the what 30s and 40s. So, um, hey, Jill, welcome. 20s, yeah. Hey, Jill. 20s, 30s, yeah. So I was looking for pulling up my next article. And I, have, have I mentioned this for, before about uh, Joe Biden dog chew toy? I, a dog chew toy? It's, it's, it's a little dog chew toy of Joe Biden. It's got his face and little suit on and... Huh. I'm not quite sure what that is on his feet, but yeah, it's it's a, just an advertisement block that pops up. It says says you can buy it on Patriot Depot. You might want to look it up if you want to get something fun for your dog to chew on. <laughs> well, she's about just on whatever she can get a hold of. Uh, make sure you get the uh, Kamala Harris doll as well. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> All these things just pop up here. Uh, some of them are so ridiculous. Um, okay, so we already know that Joe Biden's creepy, right? No, indeed. Uh, I think that was established. Have you seen the little, the latest snafu where he was at some function, I believe, in Virginia? It says in the article here when I get to it, but uh, some function, and he was talking about uh, some people, and he mentioned, made a comment about a little girl. Uh, have you heard that? Have you seen that on Twitter or anything? Uh, no, I haven't. Actually. Okay, well, I'm about to share that with you. Yeah. Uh, this, let's see, where, where, oh, where can I go with that? <clears throat> um, this I'm, is I'm, right, BP. You got to be ever vigilant against the COVID. Um, yeah, might want to make a, sanitizing spray of Everclear and oh yeah one part water 
Cut slap some Lysol on there and then watch the dog foam at the Sorry. mouth for 30 minutes. Indeed. Um, well, okay. I was, I was looking for the little intro that came with that because this was uh, the article is titled President Biden tells little girl she looks 19 years old sitting there like a little lady with her legs crossed. I, mean, I bet he did. That doesn't uh, sound weird. Um, I, you're going to have to look. I'm going to post this, you know, uh, the link to it tonight. And you got to watch the little, it's a, like a 30 second video. And it's just partially because it's him saying it and the way he looks over at, at the kids and the mother's sitting there and the dad is in the audience. So anyway, this is from Huckabee's evening edition on May the 30th. Uh, which it also links to the westernjournal.com. Mike Huckabee comments from our ick file, I-C-K, in case you've never heard that word before, President Biden provided a perfect example of why his staffers hate it when he goes off script. So um, let me, I've got this, um, little clip here. I mean, well, let me do these couple of lines first. Some politicians are better off sticking to their teleprompters and president Joe Biden is certainly one of them while speaking at an event where he met with Democrat Virginia governor, Ralph Northam regarding this state reopening. The president made an incredibly questionable comment about a young girl sitting in the audience. All right. So let me see if I can get the right right video here uh, right audio here okay let's see if we can hear this it's very short very short very short i'm trying uh, to keep... that, that was about as short as i've ever heard Donald. <laughs> did you hear it i mean really all right here he goes and uh you know uh, i'm honored to be joined today by governor northam by two great representatives of the Commonwealth, Congressman Laurie and Congressman Scott. And I want to thank, uh, thank you for all that you do to represent these service veterans because they're devoted to you. The family members, the caregivers, survivors will call Virginia home. I'm especially honored to share the stage with Brittany and Jordan and Nathan and Margaret Catherine. I, uh, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in her legs. <laughs> Brittany, oh you're doing triple duty as a veteran, Whoa. military spouse. And <laughs> what did he ask her to do triple duty? <laughs> no, he was, he was talking what about, the the, hell? about the mom. I think oh. Margaret Catherine is a little girl. Jeez. So I mean, then yeah, apparently voice, Britney Spears was there. I, that's weird. You you should have seen. Well, you got to watch the the little quick video when I posted on Facebook. It just makes the whole thing just kind of come into play. But uh, I'll repeat what he just uh, the last part of what he said. He said, "I'm especially honored to share the stage with Brittany, which is the mom, and Jared, and Nathan, and Margaret Catherine. I uh, I love those." berets in your hair man i tell you what look at her she looks like she's 19 year old sitting there like a little lady with her legs crossed so 
Um, oh, geez. I mean, I mean does, it's does a, nobody remembered not to let uh, old crazy <laughs> Uncle Joe out of their sight. Well, you uh, knew the moment he looked over and saw those kids sitting there that he was going to say something stupid. I didn't know what it was until he uttered those words, but I don't know. I, I just can you imagine if Donald Trump had said that about some, I don't know how old she is. Uh, 12, 14 years old, something like that. But uh, hey, look at her over there. Impeachment. With, impeachment. With, with her things in her hair and her legs all crushed. Yeah. Maybe if he had left out the 19 year old part and her legs crossed, she probably would have gotten out of that with, with a little dignity. But I can only imagine what your hair smells like. <laughs> uh, what in the heck is going on over there? I don't I mean, know. Really. I don't know. Uh, while the media fawns over Biden eating ice cream, he's wow. out there making remarks like this. Another, uh, another passive comment by Biden that would rarely be ex acceptable in the majority of the personal or workplace environments today. I mean, you you couldn't go in there, and the and the and the guy is sitting. I'm I'm not sure if that's the governor's wife and kids. Uh, I, I I couldn't really tell. But uh, since they were sitting on stage, I have a sneaky suspicion that it may have been the governor's family. So yeah. it had been funny if he'd gone up there and popped him one, you know. Um, exactly. This goes, the article goes on, and this, this is in the, uh, uh, the Western Journal now. I said, uh, whether or not the comment's intention was harmless, the president's frequent gaffes, may give insight to how large of a role his age plays in how he communicates with the public. Similar to how his team frequently kept Biden off the campaign trail, it would not be surprising if the White House limited the president's appearances and speaking engagements to avoid stuff like this. Vice President Harris has already taken on a larger role compared to previous vice presidents when it comes to representing the administration, and it may be for the better. It's impossible to know what Biden was thinking when he was talking about this young girl, but it was undoubtedly ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, you look ridiculous. You look nineteen. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Okay. That's, Come on, man. Look at y'all proper over there. Uh, yes. I wish I could do a better Biden voice. It's creepy. Yes, we 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 really we really upped our uh our scale on the presidential uh side here as far as uh you know his his uh, appearances in public and, <laughs> and the comments he makes yeah. i mean almost and, uh, almost makes you forget some of the stupid things that trump said <laughs> almost not quite almost 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 <laughs> maybe there i bet you there's going to be a comparison at the end of Joe Biden's term, whenever that is, I bet there's going to be a comparison about how many silly things that Biden said compared to how many Donald Trump said. I'm sure they're already making a, a biography about it. So, <laughs> all righty, oh. it's up to you. Okay, well, let's bring in the band. Da, 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 da. Band? We have a band? I didn't know we had that in the budget. Oh, they're just passing through. I. <laughs> I talked They're not charging for a few minutes. Is that Hotel California? It is. 
Them boys are good. That was real good. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Welcome, everyone. Can I make a quick comment? Yes. Lily, if you were really trying to call in there a minute ago, uh, you're welcome to call back and, and just shortly. I, I couldn't get to the button fast enough. I don't recognize the lyrics. <laughs> but you recognize the movie, yes? The, big the movie? Lebowski, yeah, the Jesus scene. Yeah. Oh, you know Lebowski. what? I don't recognize that. Really? Well, I encourage everyone to go back and watch it. Uh, welcome, PBG, Tenachin, and Benny. Um, yeah, Donald <laughs> Benny Wayne, and the Jets? Ever, <laughs> Benny and the Jets. Dun, dun. Dun, Donald dun, Wayne, have dun, you ever dun, seen dun. a sign... And looked at it and been, and been like, you know, I don't think anybody edited or, or proofread that before they stuck it out in the yard or on the oh, building. Yeah. yeah. So just just real quick, there's some signs that caught my eye on this one website, and it shows the importance of using the correct grammar. So huh. just imagine, if you will, there's a sign out front of an area, you know, that the uh, People, uh, you wouldn't think that uh, you would mix um, recreation with hunting, even though that's a recreational sport. I don't know that those two go together. But there's a sign out here, anywho, that says hunters in big, bold letters. Please use caution when hunting pedestrians using walking trails. Um, <laughs> that would be, well, it said walk trails, actually. Hunters. Please use caution when hunting pedestrian using walk trails. So oh, they you need a little yeah. punctuation. <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a, you know, lack of punctuation has started wars before. I bet there has. That's anyway, true. We don't, don't have true. real proof of that. The Hatfield and the McCoys. I mean, a dead pig did start, almost start a war. I know that. We learned that the other day. Um, yep. So there's a. A magazine that got published, and this is the front cover of said magazine, and it's a piece about Rachel Ray, and underneath the Eat Ray Love um, thing on the front page, it says, Rachel Ray finds inspiration in cooking her family and her dog. <laughs> so, this is um, when you leave out a, a word. Donald Wayne. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are probably good old White House writers. Speech there, writers. The new administration, even probably some of the old one, too. Um, so I bet Rachel was a little concerned when she saw that. Um, <laughs> here's, a, here's a sign that's posted on the restroom door to make sure everybody's, you know, following the rules. It says, attention. Toilet only for disabled, elderly, pregnant children. Um, oh my gosh! The, yeah, man, <laughs> the management, the management really did, did didn't take that into account when they were on the uh, word 
to put that on the restroom door to uh, have somebody proofread. You'd always let other people read something I mean, you're going to post for the public. <laughs> even the idiot who put it on the door had a chance to say, wait a minute. This doesn't yeah, but sound at that right. point, they may, they may not have even liked their boss. They're like, oh, man, if this don't do it, I don't know what will. <laughs> so, yeah, put some duct tape over the children uh, part. My mm-hmm. goodness. Um, <laughs> okay. So here's the actual Facebook post. That um, the title of the Facebook book post boo? says, "Boo." There's somebody called Boo. Boo says, uh, "We have we have two hours to kill someone. Come see us." Um, <laughs> and that's an instance where punctuation, yeah, would have makes that all out. the difference in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the comments says, "You have two hours to kill someone." I want to um, wait till the two hours is up before right. I go see these people. I thought I'd come see you afterwards. Maybe you yeah. got it out of your system. Um, now, here's one for a park or something to a that what? effect. A park or something? Oh, park. A park, parking lot. Hell, I don't know. Um, I thought you said hark. A hark. Look, <laughs> he cometh. Um, so, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a... This is at a Park Royal Penang Resort in Malaysia. So it says, you are now leaving the premises of Park Royal Penang. Caution, be careful of parasailing horses and buggies on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wonder, I bet that was a lengthy, lengthy training session. Uh, Watch out, don't feed them before they go flying. Hey, in your eyes. I can't, you know, that's where punctuation comes into play. Again, let someone proofread what you're about to post, unless you don't want anybody to see it. Now, here's another one, and I actually got to get my magnifying glass out here. Let's see. Because I'll be damned if I can't read it. Um, it's an it's an ad and it's a it's a magazine for jewelry. Um, in person, oh no, I'm sorry, personalized holiday cards, and it's an ad to, and it says, you know, they everybody wants to tell you why they're the best, and it says reliability, always upholding the highest standards for every detail, except for. Detail is spelled incorrectly. Um, <laughs> so that's uh, that was a really bad one there for them, uh, especially when they're talking about attention to detail. Um, yeah, that was kind see. of a um, right. bad, bad thing. I got, uh, I got just a couple left here real quick. Um, so there's one tattoo. You know, we've seen the commercial for the regerts, you know, uh, or it was supposed to be regrets. This one is someone got tattooed on him. A love uh, thicker than blood. Uh, but instead of than blood, it says then blood. Um, so they have to live with that incorrect um, <laughs> phrase there until they get that changed into something else. Well, yeah, they say, I mean, did you see the thing where there's a, a, a guy, uh, some tattoo artists across the country that are, volunteering to uh tattoo over tattoos that people don't want anymore because, oh yeah because, because they're racial slurs and things like that and, yeah yeah but they're doing it for free i believe i think they can donate but so you can get you can do something about those that are 
that are mistakes. Well, yeah, I would think that you could, especially with our technology we have now. Um, laser that sucker off of there. Laser that bad boy. <laughs> I told you not to get that. He can't spell. Um, exactly, Jess Duncan. That's the whole point of this. Um, there's also one here that I think is a tweet. Um, yeah, I think it's a tweet. It says, um, all those out there that like to cook and eat, my wife just made a new blog at... <laughs> Check it out. Tell everyone. Okay, do um, that again. I, I, it's, it, it's, it looks like a tweet. It says, and it's all in the punctuation. All yeah. those out there that like to cook and eat, my wife just made a new <laughs> blog at blah, blah, blah. Check it out. Tell that's, everyone. That's what I thought you said. Okay. Yeah. Um, boy, <laughs> I mean. I wonder how many responses they got. <laughs> they probably shut the server down. I don't know. Um, and the last one with my least favorite restaurant in the entire world is from Burger King. And nothing against you. I just don't like you. Um, you just say Denny's. <laughs> no. Uh, I love that place. They used to give you free meals on your birthday or at least a dessert. It says, we are hiring new cinnamon rolls. So they apparently are hiring new cinnamon rolls. And if you are an old one, it sounds like discrimination to me. Um, only new fresh ones. So, so what, what, sure could it, what should that have said? I'm, um, we're hiring? Uh, we're hiring and then new cinnamon rolls. All right. Actually, I, I don't know. That that was well planned out at all. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you could correct that to make two it totally make sense. opposite subjects there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and new cinnamon rolls. And by the way, we're hiring. I don't know. Yeah, There's something not like room that. On the sign. Help us uh, make those cinnamon rolls. If you know how to roll a cinnamon, come work for us. I've seen people that work there, um, but that wasn't no cinnamon they were rolling. Was um, it a cinnamon? Yeah. Well. <laughs> They stay there till two or three in the morning, Donald Wayne. Um, people that work that shift. I had to work a shift. That's why I don't like them. I worked a shift like that once upon a time when I was 15 years old. At a cinnamon? No. <laughs> <laughs> what shift are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, don't make sure that you have someone, um, you know, review your work before you post it on. And, and they need to be more, more, more enlightened than you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you don't want to get Homer to, to, uh, to, uh, review, you know, edit your work before right. you publish it. I asked five people. They all said it was great. <laughs> yeah. None of them like you. That's why, um, they want to make you look like a fool. A fool. A buffoon. <laughs> um, but that's all I got on that. Don't we? Uh, <laughs> cool okay. running water. Cool water. That's <laughs> a song. Daniels. <laughs> that it is constituency. We don't have a constituency. <laughs> we don't have no stinking constituency. Such a good movie. Um... Okay, so is it up to me now? 
It's up to you. The ball is officially in your court. Okay, so, all right, you had your last chuckle there for a minute uh, because Uh nothing about this story coming up is chuckle-worthy. It happens. Uh, It's kind of a serious subject, but, I mean, maybe there's some things you can make fun of. I don't know. Um, I found this story, again, on Huckabee's (laughs) Evening Edition. Um, I think it was, yes, no, it must have been, what day is it? It must have been Sunday. And uh, then it links to pjmedia.com. But it he starts out, it's about the naked communist. And don't get excited because there's really nothing in here uh, about nudity. But it goes on to say there was a book that came out back in 1958 called The Naked Communist. And it listed 45 goals that communists set down in order to take over America and destroy it from within. And um, I read this name here, Kevin Downey Jr. And I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if he's uh, Robert's brother or child. But um, at PJ Media, look back at that list to see how many of those goals they've now achieved in our country. And, of course, Huckabee says they've, in his opinion, they've achieved far too many. But it's going to I'm just going to go through. I may not do I'm not going to do all 45 because, um, well, let me just read what uh, Kevin Downey Jr. says here. The 1958 book by Cleon Skousen, the naked communist, set forth goals communists need to achieve to take over the United States without firing a single shot. Some of them are outdated and immaterial, but some are debatable. Let's see how many of those commie goals have been achieved. And so then he starts getting into the various goals. Um, there was a famous quote back in the 60s when uh, John Kennedy was president. And he had to deal with uh, Nikita Khrushchev. I don't know how many of you out there actually have heard that name before, but he was the big uh, honcho in Russia at that time. And Nikita Khrushchev told uh, John Kennedy and the Americans that communism would take over America from within and they would not fire one single shot. It wouldn't be at a war. It would be take over from within. In other words, they would infiltrate the country and change it fundamentally. So keep that in mind. All right. So Kevin Downey Jr. goes through these and I'll just give you a number here because these are the numbers in, in the list. Uh, so there's a lot of them that he skips. He does not do all of them. Number seven was a big one. And it's, it says, and now this, this came out in 1958. Keep that in mind. Grant recognition of red China and admission to the UN. So, you know, there was a time that uh, China was not allowed in the UN. They were not given any recognition because, uh, the United States and a lot of other countries felt like that would be legitimizing what they were doing in China. Uh, of course that has changed. Uh, so he marks, uh, Kevin Downey Jr. Marks that as done the United Nations general assembly resolution 2758 made communist China, a member of the UN today is China. Today, China is one of the five permanent members of the UN. Uh, Number 15, capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. Kevin Downey Jr., what do you think, Dennis Lee? 
Has that one been done? What's that? He captured one or both of the political parties in the United States, the Communist Party? Um, yeah, no, I think it's been done. All right. It's done, according to this columnist. Communists were once hunted in the United States. Today, Democrats like Bernie, AOC, and the squad with ideas that are clearly socialist, if not communist, are reelected with ease. I mean, 40 years ago, that would be impossible. That would have never happened. I, I don't even think Bernie Sanders was, you know, all that adamant about being a socialist back when he first started running for uh, the Senate. But, you know, uh, number 17, get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers associations. Put the party line in textbooks. What do you think, Dennis Lee? Has that been done? I think it's already happened, Donald. It's been done, according to the author. Marxism has been in our schools for a while now, as pointed out brilliantly by Town Hall's uh, Marina Medvin, Common Core is right out of Stalin's playbook, she says. CRT is just the next step. Uh, ooh, I left out the number of this next one. Gain control of all student newspapers. What do you think about that one? I don't, I don't know if all student newspapers, but then I, I think don't. a good majority of them have already been taken over. Done. Fox News reported just one year ago that all that Republicans were looking into China's influence on American universities overall, though not specifically student newspapers. A professor and two Chinese nationals were arrested at Harvard last year. The Chinese siege of our colleges and universities is underway. I think you had a story about something like that, didn't you? A couple of weeks yes. ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 20, infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, policy-making positions. What do you think, Dennis Lee? Oh, definitely already happened. <laughs> okay, it's done. CNN, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC. Need I say more, the columnist says, not to mention China spending millions on propaganda in our newspapers. Number 21, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. What do you think, Dennis Lee? Oh, for, for forever. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they used, I mean, they had the communist witch hunts in, in, in Hollywood back in the uh, 40s and 50s, I believe. Um, anyway, yeah, it's done. And that cites actor John Cena. I don't know if you heard that story. Just kissed commie ass regarding the promotion of his newest movie after saying that Taiwan is a country. Not to mention 127 TV, 127 TV show episodes promoting Marxist BLM propaganda. Please. Number 22. And remember, keep in mind, this, this was predicted in 1958. Uh, number 22, continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings, substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. What do you think about that one? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, he says that this one is half done. 
his article contains a list of a hundred and it's, you can click that link if you want to, once I post this thing, it, it contains a list of 113 statues that have been toppled, defaced or removed though. No shapeless, awkward, meaningless, commie pinko forms have replaced them as yet. Number 24, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. What do you think about that one? Oh, yes. Okay. Done. I think we all know Pornhub is free and has whatever your creepy heart desires. I don't know that from personal experience, but I'll take their word for it. Huh. <laughs> um, number 27, infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious crutch. Half. Oh, okay. All right. What do you think about that one? I almost gave the answer away. Bingo. I did give the answer away. All right. Half done. Whether or not communism has infiltrated our churches is up for debate. What can't be argued is that Christians have been scorned and branded as stupid for believing in a bearded guy in the clouds. The left considers the Bible to be a book of fiction and questions the intelligence of people who believe in it. All right. Number 28, eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools on the grounds that it violates the principles of separation of church and state. And uh, that's an easy answer there, Dennis Lee. Oh, yeah. All right. Students may pray privately. However, school-sponsored prayer was banned by the Supreme Court in 1962. Four years after the release of the Naked Communist book, uh, SCOTUS ruled school-sponsored prayer violated the First Amendment. All right. Number 29. Now, that's another easy answer. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. Oh, what do you think about that one? That that's so 2010, darling. <laughs> in progress. All He's saying it's in progress. All we've heard from the left this past year is that the Constitution was written by racist white men and needs to be updated, if not discarded. The lefty attacks on the Constitution occur on a near daily basis. Number 30, discredit the American founding fathers. Present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. What do you think about that one? Of course. It's done. It's done. Uh, even Hillary Clinton jumped on the, I don't know what this word is they put in there, so I'm going to skip it. But she jumped on the bandwagon and said the founding fathers, Hillary Clinton, they're saying, said the founding fathers were racist and sexist. I, I haven't heard that quote from her, but. That's what they're saying here. Uh, number 32, support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture, education, social, social, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. What do you think about that one? Done. Uh-huh. Which of these haven't been centralized? Also, Senator Chuck Schumer tweets calls for student debt forgiveness once a month. It's working. Even NBC can see that millennials are all for socialism. I don't know if that's true, that all millennials are, so, are for socialism. But, you know, again, that's the author here. 
Number 38, transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavioral problems as psychiatric disorders that no one but psychiatrics, psychiatrists can understand or treat. What do you think about that one? Done. Yep. You mean defund the police and send social service people to investigate crime instead? Yeah, y'all see how that works out. I want to see that in the headlines when they start sending social workers to some of these uh, domestic disturbances. Uh, Number 40, discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. What do you think about that one, Dennis Lee? Done. (laughs) Black Lives Matter recently deleted this from its website, but they had on their website, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. Uh, They ended up taking that down because so many people were pointing out that that was part of their mantra on the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, Number 42, create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition, that students and special interest groups should rise up and use united force to solve economic, political, or social problems. What do you think? Bingo. (laughs) Bingo was his name. B-I-N-G-O. We've watched BLM and their sisters and Antifa burn our cities for over a year since the death of George Floyd and we watched them get away with it. And the last thing, oh, well, never mind. That was the last thing. If you're counting that 17 pinko goals that have already been achieved out of the 45 that were in that book, the ones that, like I said, that are still relevant, uh, he doesn't mention the ones that aren't relevant anymore, but we can debate the others and we should soon because the Marxists are succeeding at an alarming rate. But, you know, it's kind of like people make reference to George Orwell's uh, 1984 book all right. the time about all those things that are coming true. Right. Um, but, you know, for this to have been written in 1958, the book, and then so many of those things are occurring, it's almost like they use that as a guideline, you know, the people who want to see these things happen. Personally, I think that's, bothersome i think it's uh scary almost to the point of being scary that these things are occurring and uh, there doesn't seem to be you know there's some pushback but i don't know if there's enough yet so that's the naked that's the naked communist i don't know why they said naked communist i guess because he was not making i mean you could see his true form maybe that's what they said. <laughs> Jeez. So we got a streaker. Uh, if those things disturb you, I would I would encourage you to uh, write your letters to your representatives, your senators, your congressmen, and uh, voice your concern. I I concur. Um. There's a story from uh, DeVroy Murdoch on Fox News about um, 
Joe Biden and the tragic tale of three pipelines. Well, it reads like a like a movie, uh, a sad movie at that. <clears throat> um, pardon me. <laughs> so <laughs> sad movie. Sad movie. Yeah, you know, on January twentieth, Biden's initial afternoon as president, he ditched the Trump-approved Keystone XL pipeline and some eleven thousand high-paying jobs. Uh, many were unionized, just whoosh, banished, just like that. Oh, Whoa. yeah, just just like that, vaporized. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you needed a little sound effect. There was blood and animals and dogs and cats living together. It was utter hell. Um, <laughs> and while these suddenly unemployed Americans sulked, it says, Russian President Vladimir Putin cheered. Why wouldn't he? By trapping... Canadian oil underground, Keystone's cancellation curbed long-term supplies of crude oil. This boosted global prices for Russia's key export. Indeed, for this and other reasons, crude has crept from $53 a barrel at Biden's inauguration to $66 a barrel on Friday, up 25%. The Colonial Pipeline's Pipeline's operators shut it down May 7th after a Russian ransomware attack. Carter, uh, Carter S. gasoline lines soon stretched from Georgia to Washington, D.C. Um, Biden stayed mum until May 10th when he typically exonerated the Kremlin. And he said, uh, so far, um, so he said, so far there's no evidence based on our intelligence people that Russia is involved. Well, that's a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, using yeah. that word. I don't Biden. think they can spell that word. Exactly. Um, but he, you know, um, <laughs> where, where Biden's public uh, demands that Putin deploy, um, uh, well, basically where were Biden's public demands that Putin deploy his secret police to smoke out these cyber hoods, and extradite them for U.S. interrogation and prosecution when all this happened with that hack on the pipeline. Um, and then Biden then rewarded the Kremlin for its uh, um, acquiescence uh, in the colonial caper by scraping sanctions against the Nord to or the Nord Stream Two natural gas pipeline between Russia and Germany. Journalists asked Biden why he took this step, because it's almost completely finished. Number one, he dumbass reporter. He replied, he didn't say dumbass reporter. Um, Biden then babbled on, you know, as he does, uh, the idea that anything that, uh, and it's not like uh, I can allow Germany to do something, they're not. And I mean, who's got my cheeseburger? So he didn't say that either, but I just figured I'd throw it in because he's just kind of, bouncing off of both walls. So just because German has a heroin-filled hypodermic needle half an inch from a vein, the leader of the free world should shrug and let it insert the damn thing. Um, just pathetically, the article goes. And Biden's betrayal also fails on environmental grounds. And aren't they all about green energy, Donald Wayne? Well, you know, that's what we keep hearing. Excuse me, aren't they all about leaving less of a carbon footprint? Isn't that what is rammed down our throats right now is 
the carbon footprint. I got an idea how they could leave less of a carbon footprint. Whoa, whoa, it's a family <laughs> show, Donald Wayne. Um, Germany will not import American liquefied natural gas, as President Donald J. Trump pressed Chancellor Angela Merkel to do. So we were almost there. Nor will Germany swap gas for wind farms, solar panels, or geothermal plants. Instead, Germany will burn Russian natural gas, while that fuel is one-third cleaner than oil and twice as clean as coal. Germany and some neighboring nations will still uh, still will turn gas into energy and carbon dioxide, whether we want them to be green or not. So page 308 of Keystone's environmental impact statement says that its oil would have generated up to 178 million metric tons of CO2 annually. Um, you know, so they were justified in saying, ah, oh, this is why we got to kill the deal. But wait. There's more. Nord Stream 2 would carry up to 55 billion cubic meters of natural gas from Ustluga, Russia, to Griffswald, Germany. That gas, according to General Less's online calculator, would generate 132 million metric tons of CO2. So by speeding Nord Stream 2, Biden will have combusted 75 or 74% of the anti-global warming benefit that he created by junking the Keystone Pipeline in the first place. Environmentalists should be totally pissed. Um, it's just more vodka. Well, and check it out. Uh, the Nord Stream 2, which he supports, will add $3.3 billion to Russia's annual GDP. Um, Statista estimates uh i mean really you know you know they're not going to give up uh that opportunity well and also Nord stream 2 would enable the putin regime to further weaponize russia's energy resources to exert political pressure throughout europe the article goes on to say hold them um, hostage yeah but you know uh, nobody gives a damn about that. Let's just cancel everything that we were working on doing to become energy independent before he took office. So why would we want to do anything for our own people in the United States? I of mean, course. Really. Um, I mean, who are we? <laughs> Biden thinks yeah. they all support him anyway. Exactly. Um, so Nord Stream 2 would also deprive Moscow's ex-satellites of revenues from pipelines that traverse their territories. Um, Elsevier Energy Policies researchers concluded last June, Ukraine alone is to lose an estimated $2 billion from transfer fees, and to a lesser extent, the EU members, Slovakia, Hungary, and Poland, would also be harmed by the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. But that's okay. You know, they got rid of the uh, of the Keystone XL pipeline, so that's really all that matters. You know, put people out of work or don't give them the opportunity to get into that job here in the United States. Oh, no. And then not to mention all the money we send overseas already. So let them go ahead and pump those dollars into their economy. 
um, because we want to, uh, because the administration, it comes off that you just want to cripple the country in the first place and have us depend on you for everything. You know, six well, trillion dollars here, or there, eight eight trillion dollars there. You know, two trillion every time we turn around. I mean, really? Well, it's not fair that we have more than other countries across the globe. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Biden has squandered Trump's hard-won energy independence, relegated eleven thousand American pipeline workers to the unemployment lines and torpedoed Trump's diplomacy, which had prevented Germany from sticking Putin's natural gas needle into his collective arm. Now Germany will become addicted to that Russian fuel, not to U.S. liquefied natural gas, but gas from the very adversary uh, adversary that NATO (laughs) was designed to defeat as oligarch savior, uh, saver, caviar, and vodka. Oh, yes, just yards from Lenin's tomb, perhaps... Democrats could explain why, again, Trump was Moscow's mule and Biden is the cure to his predecessor's Russian collusion and sounding like the other way around. Yeah, you don't really hear much about that anymore, do you? Trump yeah. and Russia. Yeah. I mean, then Moscow won't even pay a diplomatic price after its citizens court. U.S. fuel supplies in exchange for a $4.4 billion or a million dollar Bitcoin ransom. You know, they don't even get, they don't even get anything uh, about that. So, you know, I, but I mean, look, I'm glad, it's good to know the president has our back. That's it's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, he's thinking of us. I'm just glad he doesn't have my front. Really bad <laughs> well, <shape. laughs> that's a whole nother episode there. <laughs> that's on to you, Donald Wayne. Uh, oh, no, actually, it's back to you, Dennis Lee, because I, I, I made my my two into one. Uh, oh, little, uh, yeah. the little uh, naked uh, communist. You know, that was uh, that was two segments for me. So, oh, so I, I got a, I got a, a quickie <laughs> here then. Okay. Um, yeah, so there was a bride, and, and people may have seen this um, on the Twitter or YouTube or something. So Is this, it a bribe? A bride, B-R-I-D-E. Oh, um, bride. Yeah. Yeah, she mm. celebrates her wedding with an epic drum solo during the reception. So there's a video, and you, you're going to be able to listen to it real quick. It's not very long. So... She's at her wedding, and she's playing along with the band. I'm kind of setting this up for you. Playing with the band. She's in in her wedding dress, playing the drums with the band. And then she totally breaks loose and is doing her own drum solo. And this is her wedding. I mean, that's something that you'll be talking about for the rest of your life. So let's uh, (laughs) let's get a quick uh, listen to uh, this rock star here. And I looked, apparently she's got stuff on YouTube, too. So, she's jamming with the band. You know, you can hear the, the guitars and stuff. But it's when she starts, really, she's like, you, you guys stay out of the way, I got something to do. And this is at a really fancy wedding. 
bet the family's proud. Oh, they look proud, I guess. They're all looking at the guitar player. But she's taking that attention right now. I tell you, that's a talent right there. If you haven't seen it, we'll, I'll post that on our Facebook page. She, woo, get it. That was drumstick. Oh, somebody get her a drink. That's drumsticks kitchen on fire. That's a uh, ginger baker. Move over. I'm telling you. Yeah, right. Um, they're just uh, she. She. They will remember that forever. Um, but. Um, you know, the, we had the the uh, ransomware attack on the pipeline, right? Yep. So that caused everybody to have that little fuel shortage. Well, that they, they thought there was a fuel shortage, and you know, um, you know, well, they had a attack on JBS, um, which is a meat processing plant, and it's actually um, the biggest meat processing plant. Uh, well, actually. Not the biggest. Uh, Where sure is I it? Just, oh, control. Okay, JBS. They control about 23% of cattle processing capacity in the U.S. So that's more than any other beef packer, according to industry data um, here, compiled by the Steiner Consulting Group. Um, but, um, yeah, so JBS, so the, the White House said the White House is engaging directly with the Russian government on this matter and delivering the message that responsible states do not harbor <clears throat> ransomware criminals. Um, so, I mean, after that last story we had, it seems to be falling on deaf ears there. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the Jean-Pierre said the USDA has engaged with other meat processing companies in the U.S. to inform them of the situation. The administration is assessing any potential impacts on supply, Jean-Pierre said. Um, President Joe Biden has told his administration to determine what we can do to mitigate any impacts as they may become necessary. Um, but JBS said Monday that it will take time to resolve the issue and said there could be delays in sales. Um so the company said about the attack that targeted their IT systems in North America and Australia. Uh, they believe they're based out of Brazil. But, yeah, if you see some shortages on the meat counter, could be related to this hack on uh, JPS, or JBS, I should say. Um, says the company took immediate action, suspending all the affected systems 
notifying authorities and activating the company's global IT uh, network of professionals and 30 uh, party experts. But, uh, you know, it's going to take them a minute to get this together like it did the, uh, the fuel pipeline. So there's no reason to go out there and start buying up all the porter houses and, uh, you know. Oh, darn. I was going to do that tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to get enough for, to last the rest of the year. Um, we'll all be instant vegans. <laughs> uh, not by choice. Um, so they said, you know, they're saying at the White House that combating ransomware is a priority for the administration. I mean, I just don't see it, Donald Wayne. Um, no? It doesn't seem like uh, anything that they really talk about at their, uh, you know, in, in the public and, and much at all. So, I don't know. You hear a noise? Is that a cat? <laughs> cat. You got, you got a cat over there, Donald Wayne? Oh, uh, yeah. You know me. Yeah. I, I love those little kitty cats. Loves <laughs> oh, yeah. the kitties. Um, <laughs> 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 no, no cats here. Yeah, no cats here. No, we, I mean, yeah, BP. I guess we'd have to hunt, which is not a problem. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I probably fish more than hunt. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have to go fish and, uh, uh, you know, do a lot more vegetables. I don't think yeah. I'd be hunting. Of course, there is an abundance of deer in our county and, and squirrel and. Squirrel. Uh, yeah. I mean, how many squirrels would you have to eat? To... Oh, you have a JB. Uh, J- Jessica has a JBS plant there. Um, you know, this oh, article. Well, there's a lot of came... cattle in Colorado, I think, isn't there? Uh, I believe, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> a lot of cows. Uh, uh, you know, so Biden, is, you know, he ex- issued an executive order calling to upgrade the federal government's way of handling cybersecurity after that whole colonial pipeline attack. Um, the order that had been in process for months, but uh, didn't address private companies' uh, critical infrastructure. Uh, and now they've also got a new cybersecurity safety review board led by private sector representative and DHS that would produce reports on cyber attacks after the fact. Um, and then the transportation the transportation security administration or our good old TSA moved to require companies whose pipeline have been hit by attacks to report them to the government right away. Hmm. So you know, um, but we need to get on this because I mean it's it's in it's in. My train of thought, but uh, it's because that's I'm just go down the hole like that. You know, they're just kind of it's almost like the Jurassic Park where that 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 uh, raptor velociraptor just keeps testing the fence. You know, <laughs> okay, I can't get through right here. I can't get through over here. Eventually, I'm going to get through. You know, shoot him, shoot him. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, when they do, when they do the grid, that's going to be a definitely a, a rough day. Uh, yeah, we feel like we got eventually s- that'll come. So many things to look forward to um, in coming years. Yeah. Um, 
I've got this little ditty. If if you if you don't, oh hell, yeah. Somebody call in the doctor. <laughs> Paging Doctor Fang. Paging Doctor <laughs> Doctor, should ahead. I be worried? Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Uh, go I ahead just got my license back. What? Want to hear my little bell ditty? Bondsman, yeah. I'd rather um, hear it than see it. Yes, sir. Okay, there's a uh, story here. I'm not going to do the whole thing because it's fairly long, but it's from uh, what in the heck is this website? Oh, I boy. Don't know. It says F E E. Oh, no. Fee. Have you been on that one? No. Oh, okay. Well, you scared me there. I thought maybe <laughs> something's going to pop up. I didn't want to pop up. But uh, <laughs> this is from this is an article from Brad Palumbo, not Colombo, but Palumbo. Uh, it's it's concerning uh, a ban in San Francisco. Let's see, I think. I mean, I've just now actually seen this thing. A ban in San Francisco on flavored products. And that doesn't make sense. Well, it's talking about vaping and, and all the different flavors that they have. Oh, yeah. Flavored vaping products. Let's see. The latest target of the public health bureaucracy's regulatory efforts is flavored tobacco products, in particular, flavored vaping products that are often popular among young people. Bans on such products are cropping up around the country, but a new study shows that these restrictions can backfire to deadly consequences. Um, the goal of such ban is noble. Regulators hope to discourage teenagers from using any nicotine-related products, some of which persist in popularity despite already being illegal for anyone under 18. Uh, however, not all nicotine products are equally dangerous. Nicotine, while addictive, is not actually what causes lung cancer. Instead, it's the tar and other carcinogens that are found in traditional cigarettes, but not most vaping products. Um, indeed, roughly 13,000 Americans a day die from disease associated with traditional cigarette smoking. That's uh, Anyway, this, this is going on about, and it's talking about San Francisco is what caught my eye because I love to talk about California. It says San Francisco's ban on flavored tobacco product sales was associated with increased smoking among minor high school students relative to other school districts. So now that they've banned the flavored vaping products in San Francisco, they've seen an increase in uh, teenagers uh, taking up traditional cigarette smoking. So uh, they've pushed them away from a more, uh, a less risky habit into one that's more dangerous for them, mm. which, which is a typical government uh, process. Yeah, yeah, slightly has said a lot about that just stuck in. Also, you know, Georgia, they, they did the same thing here. They banned any flavored vapes. You can't get that stuff anymore. Sorry. No flavored vapes? Or I thought it was no. certain ones that they were saying that teenagers no. were interested in. No, not here in Georgia, from what I understand. No. Well, isn't that odd? You know, they're continuing to come out with more cannabis-related uh, uh, products in this state, and, and they're going to 
ban uh, flavored vaping products. That makes sense. But, you know, according to what this article is saying, which it quotes the AMA and some other places as well, other sources as well, that um, it says, in contrast, public health experts have concluded that vaping is 95% healthier than traditional cigarette smoking. Meanwhile, almost all the much hype vaping-related deaths come from black market vaping products, which only become more prevalent as legal products are restricted. So you know, we know that's that's going to be the outcome of that. Anytime you make something illegal, then the you know, black market finds a way to get stuff to people, right. which is typically not not as safe as the products that you can buy legally. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's what they've done in San Francisco. They found now now that because of their ban, now teenagers are going uh, back or back or they're going to cigarettes instead of uh, vaping products, which basically looks like they were safer for them, at least medically. That's a shame. Uh, Yeah, well, that's. That's pretty much all of that. So I didn't know they'd done that in Georgia because yeah. there's a vaping place down here by our subway. I don't know if you've seen that one before. The subway down down the road from me uh, there at just Barrett down Parkway. Yonder. Yeah, just down yonder across from Home Depot. There's a vaping. It's been there next to that subway place for 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, Jess said that she heard that some of the vaping deaths could have been early COVID cases. Oh, really? I, I hadn't seen that. That, could, that. that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Um, they're calling, let's see, they're calling that the Cobra effect. It says, time and time again, we see sweeping regulations backfire and have unintended consequences that achieve the exact opposite of their original goals. That is government. (laughs) That describes it to a T, the Cobra effect. Now we can can call just about everything that Biden does the Cobra effect, right? Right, exactly. The Cobra. Okay. Well, that's all I'm going to read out of that. Hey, thank you, Brad, for that. He's a libertarian, so he's not, you know, he's kind of middle of the road. He has no agenda other than just to provide us with facts, just the facts, ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) Dennis Lee. Indeed. Did I give you enough time to... uh, I don't know. What am I doing? Pontificate. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing exactly? Oh, no. I'm just confused. Okay. Well, um, I did see this. I'm doing this off of memory, which is a very dangerous thing for me to do. But I I did notice today that um, the governor of Arizona has vetoed uh, some bills that were passed by the Republican leg- state legislature there in Arizona. And some of it pertained to uh, tightening up the voting restrictions in the state. And and the Republican governor vetoed them, telling that the legislator, that uh, the legislators, that he wanted to focus on budget issues before he would get into stuff like that. Well, if they've already passed the bill and they're giving it to him, 
why in the hell wouldn't he go ahead and just sign it unless he doesn't believe in it? And if he doesn't believe in it, uh, you know, he may have a problem come re-election time. Election time. I would think so. Uh, Eric would like to call in. Whoop, did I get you fast enough, Eric? I tried to click on it. Golly, this thing doesn't give me any time at all. He's a clicking. I'm going to have to have a, a, an assistant just to click the dead gum button here because if I'm not looking at the screen, were you trying to call in, Eric? No, he pocket oh, dialed. Jeez. Hey, Laura, <laughs> welcome. Is Laura in here? I don't see yeah, Laura. Laura's in the house. Hey, Chris. Welcome. Oh, way up oh. there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Laura. Hey, Chris. Eric. Donald. <laughs> thanks for joining us Bueller uh, I wonder when you would accept that invitation <laughs> uh, yeah so the governor has vetoed that it just that doesn't make sense to me if your Republican legislator legislature passes these bills that you need to tighten up your voting restrictions in a state that they're already con you know contesting some of the votes in Maricopa County why in the world wouldn't he Go ahead and sign that and get it out yeah. of the way. All right. And and part of the bill is to keep uh, make it illegal and actually fine uh, anybody in the state that just randomly sends out uh, ballots to people unsolicited. So well, they're they they were trying to strengthen that in the state, and so I, I'm a little bit puzzled why he he wouldn't sign that. Hmm. Um, okay. How one and a half ounces of marijuana landed this man a lifelong prison sentence. <laughs> Jeez. You think that's that a little rough? That's a little rough. That's a little hefty. Um, 38 year old will spend the rest of his life in prison due to Mississippi's harsh repeat offender laws. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a little extreme, uh, especially one, in this age of recreational marijuana use. 30 grams. Well, you know, Mississippi's another little world over there. Yeah. Uh, always has been. Nothing, nothing against anybody that may live in Mississippi. I actually have relatives in Mississippi. They weren't born there. They moved there, which is... Which is uh, concerning. Yes, I, I'm not quite sure why they did that, but mm. well, I do know why they did that. Uh, yeah, so he's a repeat offender. So I, I just that's nuts. Now that you know that needs to be looked at. You've you've got to be insane. I don't care if they got him in there three or four times for that little bit of marijuana and put somebody in prison for life. That just doesn't make sense. No, no, there are some it. idiotic laws in this country. We, we've never, never said that everything's perfect, but you know, what idiot put that in? I hmm. mean, unless he was selling something that was laced with angel dust to kids or something, or, you know, um, I guess it would depend. Oh, we had a firearm possession charge. He just had a firearm. Oh, well, he burglarized something too. Burgle. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I mean, they're letting them out of jail for burning buildings down in California and Oregon. So, 
uh, I don't know. Somebody ought to look at that. Right. That don't seem right to me. Not one bit. Victimless Welcome, crime. Dinsky. Welcome to Moni. Oh, okay. I thought you were, I wasn't sure if you were having a problem. Not yet. <laughs> says nonviolent vices warrant nonviolent non-governmental remedies like treatment education or natural or the natural consequences of the vice not locking people up until they're dead i agree with that that's nuts well uh don't do that stuff in mississippi it's taking a chance indeed, indeed. all right yeah, because you've you've done those things for us before on Trice Talk about these goofy laws that are in uh, a variety of these states, things that are still on the book. Yeah, and if they wanted to use them, they could. Yeah. Oh. Um, I did a mini, just quickly, I did a mini pod last night. I came across this. Uh, it's actually a lawyer, and Dennis Lee, I don't know if you remember the name John Tower. You remember that name? I do Maybe. not, sir. Okay. He was a U.S. senator from uh, Texas. And I actually have in my hands a um, a newsletter that he did back in June of 1966. Oh, wow. And it, I, I used it for, for the mini pod last night. I, I went to the section that talked about inflation and it's amazing how many things that Senator John Tower, and he was a Republican. He was actually the first Republican senator elected in Texas since the Reconstruction after the Civil War. So that was a long time coming. Um, but he talks about inflation and, and about the missteps of government and how they abuse uh, you know, their power to spend money and, and waste money. And I thought it was so relevant to the things that are going on today, just kind of like this article that I used about the com the naked communist. Uh, so um, if anybody wants to check that out, I, I don't have a way. I was thinking about trying to find a way to put this thing on this letter on uh, Facebook so you could see it, but um, it's in my archives and it actually went to uh my grandfather, it was mailed to him back in the sixties. Oh. oh wow. Because he's got his name he signed on the back of it. So that's why I had held on it to it for so long. And then I saw, golly, he's talking about the same things that are happening in Washington, DC right now. So they're still doing the same things now that they were doing fifty-four years ago, which isn't very encouraging. You know, when they talk about, you know, give us a chance and we're going to fix things. Uh, these are the same people, a lot of them that were around back at that time, or they were just getting into office at, back at that time. Right. So anyway, all right, I'm done. If you want to get into our little, uh, I was a smuggler and make no apologies for it. Oh, okay. Well, you shouldn't. Hey, Samente. Hey, Nave. Um, yeah, well, uh, we're winding down. And then, uh, you know, if you'd like to Twitter us, if you like to Twitter, then you can do that on uh, at Tristalk WG Moon. If you'd like to 
tell us what you think about the show or have suggestions or stories you'd like to share with us or pictures and you know what I'm talking about, BP. Um, then do that at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. Um, now, we are also found on Facebook, and I encourage you to follow us on Facebook as well as on here at uh, this old Podbean. Um, but we post all the shows on Facebook, um, all the articles we use, and a lot of funny pictures on there as well. Indeed, BP. Um, and they're not all from BP. There's That's right. That's right. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, make sure to follow us there and be updated there. And we are also in all these preceding outlets or these uh, these outlets I'm about to mention at Tristalk. So Twitter, uh, well, I already said that, didn't I, Donald Wayne? Um, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Player FM, all at Tristalk. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. of the Eastern Time Zone. And, um, you know, look, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. We couldn't do it without you. Sorry, I was typing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, be sure and check out Facebook. I don't know if you've seen – I posted a cartoon thing I found today. I did, Father. Did you see that? What? What? You still with us? Yeah, I fell out of my chair. Did you see that of Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> yes, I did. That was funny. I well, thought that was it cute. Actually, made, it made me mad, but yes. Uh, it made you I mad react, that I posted I it? No, she just makes me mad every time I see her face. <laughs> I mean, uh, I thought that was a, a pretty good yeah, uh, caricature of her. <laughs> I ought to have that yeah. put on a T-shirt. Just have to think about what what we would say on the T-shirt to go along with it. Oh, uh, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we couldn't do that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It'd be copyright issues and stuff like that. All right. Oh, Lord knows we don't need those. Yeah, you know we 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 try to stay legal. Um, I'm looking for the next thing here. All right, don't play, <laughs> don't play. <laughs> That's playing. Um. The lights aren't twinkling. Yeah, they're not twinkling, Clark. Yeah, so it's oh. it's, it's coming apart. I can't help uh, it. The wheels are coming off. It's, uh, somebody oh, forgot so to tighten all them lug nuts. But so close. Uh, you know, I shouldn't <laughs> say this now because it'll jinx it. But we went through this entire show, Dennis Lee, and did not talk one time about any planetary issues. Well, actually, BP did bring it up. You know, since you brought that up, Donald Wayne, China's rover is fully unfolded and roaming about there on the Martian surface. They did send a a uh, rover oh, out to Mars, and uh, and I think they had another one, a little one that, that was running behind that called the Twing Wang, and it actually kind of bounced off the Martian surface yeah. and sadly enough it entered Uranus um, oh, and it burned up on the way yeah. it's a long way from Mars the surface. to that other planet you know I find that just a little hard to believe well you know we have to check our sources everybody yeah. do your work talk amongst yourself I, I think I think we're uh, not paying our sources enough 
<laughs> give us some accurate information. Oh, well, look, $5 is $5 wherever you go. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, not chump change these days. It's no. we, half a gallon of gas. Do you know, uh, since we got on the planetary thing real quick, I think I got, yeah, we got eight and a half minutes. Uh, I've been watching this uh, series on Netflix uh, about the universe. Have you yes. seen any of those? Yes, I have actually. It's a good and there's series. the one there's the universe and then the edge of the universe. And yeah. um, so there there's one on there, uh, in one of the universe episodes, they were talking about they're trying to develop uh where they can land uh a craft like they have on Mars. They want to land it on an asteroid and do research on an asteroid. And they talk about how how tricky it would be to to land one on an asteroid, but some of those things are pretty darn big. Yeah, they've um, actually they've actually um, the think the most of what they've done they've fired a probe into an asteroid. It took a sample and shot back off of it um, and brought the sample back to Earth. But they haven't they haven't actually roamed around on the surface really just yet. I don't think. Yeah, well, that's that's in the plans according to this uh, the series, uh, the universe. But I thought it was fascinating. They're they're talking about mining these things and and sending back minerals and uh, and elements, yeah. you know, back, well, uh, bringing them back. Oh, can you imagine what kind of money that's going to be? Well, I can't imagine how much it costs to get it to to transport. Well, I mean, it couldn't be humans would be probably operating the machinery here on earth i don't know that they would be doing it in space but maybe no they're not going to land any human beings on them yet but um yeah. but of course if we figure out you know who these ufos that are flying around maybe we can share some technology well, we may be coming, able to get get somewhere faster that's coming out this month and actually i ran into a guy the other day his last name is gray maybe he might have some insight if he does we'll see if we can Cut you ran into him? Did, was yeah. he hurt? Injured? Uh, well, it was late. I couldn't see very well. He healed <laughs> up real quick. Oh, uh, good. I right. flew away. Uh, well, I thought it was weird at the moment. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, again, uh, we appreciate everybody spending time with us tonight. Tomorrow night is what, Dennis Lee? <laughs> Wacky Wednesday's here already. Yes. Sounds like we're going to do cartoons. Um but yeah, so tomorrow night's Wacky Wednesday, and uh, <laughs> I thought we had some wacky stuff tonight, actually. Yeah, you know, there's a little as a more precursor wacky. to yeah, it just keeps creeping in and creeping Wednesday in. Wednesday show. Well, sometimes yeah. you need that just because of the insanity of everything else that's real. Oh, you know, Wheelie Wednesday, Chris. There you go. Make sure who? to wear a helmet. Wheelie um, Wednesday. Wheelie Wednesday. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Always. Always wear a helmet. First. Safety first. You don't want to crush <laughs> that noggin. Uh, no. All right. The uh, closing thought for tonight is a short one. If people are doubting you and how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. Makes sense. I like it. Michelle Ruiz sent that in to us. Well, not actually to us. They sent it into that site that I took it from. So 
<laughs> very, very, very good, Michelle. Yeah, thank you I know. so much. Yeah, thank you for that wonderful thought. All right. If you can just say a couple of things there, Dennis Lee. I'm trying to get that other song that you sent to me and uh, oh, yes. pull it up. Well, I hope everybody has had a great Tuesday and probably some are already getting into their Wednesday. And we appreciate you being here and look forward to you coming in there tomorrow to where we can get even weirder. Oh, geez. You know what can that it? means, BP. Um, yeah. uh, Maybe a little sci-fi. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe you play with your uh, planet a little whoa, bit more. Whoa, <laughs> no way. This is a family show. That's uh, uh, science. What can I say? It's all science. <laughs> it's all legitimate science. Oh, all right. I think I've got it keyed up here, Dennis Lee. No, I have no, no idea what it's going to sound like, no. but we'll keyed just give it myself. a <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, oh, there it is. There it is. It is he, just, he doesn't even have an intro. He just jumps in. All right. If you grab the lights, Dennis Lee, we'll uh, see everybody tomorrow night, hopefully. Lights are out. Have a good one. Stay safe, everybody. And I promise that I, I will stand by you forever I can't get you out of my mind I will follow you wherever And I won't waste it I'll follow you, yeah I'll follow you, yeah Come a little closer now Cause I don't wanna slow this down My heart is screaming out your name I'm wasted on you Here we are right under the stars, so let's get a little reckless. You make me breathless, and I won't waste this. And I promise that I, I will stand by you forever. I can't get you out of my mind. I will follow you wherever, and I won't waste this. I'll follow you, yeah Yeah, I won't waste it Cause no one makes you feel like you do You make me breathless Yeah, no one makes me feel like you do I promise that I, I will stand by you forever And I won't waste it I'll follow you, yeah.